0: Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another mind and body podcast interview. I'm really thrilled to be here um, and blessed to be interviewing Rosalia Chan. Hi, Rosalia. Hi. (laughs) So let's just dive right in like I always say and why don't you share with everybody who you are and what you do?
1: Surely. So My name is Rosalia. I'm a celebrity trainer and a holistic healer. um, And I help clients um, through uh, personal training, um, Reiki, channeling, mediumship. And my mission is to help um, women and especially young women through holistic lifestyle and self-care.
0: I love it. So, The first question that comes to mind is what do you see in the difference between, because I work in big chain gyms, I work in small studios and I do private training. So I've worked with different age groups. I'm curious to see since your specialty is um, with young adults and you do also have older clients that come through, what's the difference when it comes between those groups in terms of mindset? And are you hoping to set up younger women for a better mindset to deal with life hurdles that they're yet to endure? Absolutely, so that, yeah. was a, that was a loaded question.
1: Yeah, that was a loaded question. <laughs> Absolutely, my mission um, to help young women is to help give them the tools to build their foundations and um, self-sufficiency and sustainability. Um, So that they can kind of be set up and go through transformation that they need to go through, like at a younger age, instead of being like 35 or 50. And all of a sudden you're starting to like go on to your journey and, you know, figure out how to live, uh, fulfill, excuse me. A um, f- like a fulfilling life,
0: right? <clears throat> so I read somewhere that um, the the younger generation now suffers most from mental health issues. Um, for your from your own personal take, why do you think that is, and how are you hoping to change that through your offerings?
1: Sure, I know that. Social media definitely changes a lot of that. Um, And I mean, I think that social media can be used, you know, positively as long as what is being taken in um, is being mindful, right? Right. Um, But I do think that because they can be on there just taking in anything. And I know that I experienced it myself as an adult. Um, we can really view things that get into our heads and take us down very easily. And that's connected to our self-worth and our self-love and our confidence mm-hmm. and how we show up in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, so to start that as young as possible um, is is the goal. And even, you know, working with Women in their 20s, 30s, 50s, um, refining is always good as well.
0: And I'm a strong believer, like there's no age limit or cutoff for change. Do you agree that you could change at any age? And if so, do you find it harder for your older clients to change?
1: I do agree because my grandmother just turned 92 Mm -hmm. yesterday (laughs) and there've been so many changes in her life. I watched her quit smoking after she had just bought five packs of cigarettes, um, cold turkey because her cousin passed away from lung cancer. Um, I, I've watched her, you know, take care of my mother. I've watched her take care of my grandfather, Um, she lost one of her children when she, when he was 19 years old. Um, so she's really been through a lot and I watch her literally just keep moving. It's in her mindset. Um, she eats well, she lives alone. She still sews. Uh, so I see this beautiful example and I'm so grateful for that you can really do anything at any age and you're not too old to create a change, you just have to be willing to and willing to roll with like what life is giving you.
0: That's, that's, that's amazing. And what an inspiration, my goodness. Um, Speaking of inspiration, some people don't have a positive, you know, someone close to them that can inspire them on a regular basis. So I feel like we've cut those that demographic may fall into the warp hole of the comparison game, right? Especially with mm-hmm. social media, like, oh, she's got it all together and all that stuff. How do you yeah. help, especially when you're building your career or trying to find, you know, the, the expectations in society, right? To have a great career, to have a husband or, or whatever your goals are. And you're comparing, to, comparing yourself to others in that realm. How do you convince clients, friends, or peers, like, that's not the way to go? Like, it's not, you know, like, what's, what's your piece of advice for that?
1: Surely. um, And I also uh, am within this as well. Um and we all
0: are right, we, we all are, like, are yeah, oh my God, yes. okay,
1: so usually, what comes up for me is like I'm like I'm spending way too much time on social media, <laughs> I'm completely aware of when I'm comparing, yeah, um, so I have to get off, mm-hmm. I have to take a break from the phone, I have to get back into my own mindset, and I encourage. Friends, family, clients, to do that as well, mm-hmm. um, in whichever way is healthiest for them, through getting to know themselves as an individual, um, and then we have to come back to the fact that like everyone is on their own timeline. Right. Um, my timeline's not your timeline, and to know that we are exactly are where we are meant to be in this moment, I and to that. have peace with that.
0: I love that. Um, I love that. Everyone is on their own timeline. And I think that's hard to remember, right? Because you may see, it's hard. I'm just like you, like, okay, nope, let me get off. But it took a while for me to realize I was doing what I was doing, right? So like I had a shift, like I knew that, oh, this doesn't feel right. I've been on this too long. I'm scrolling too long, you know, like Mm -hmm. it's not. So what is that shift? if someone's looking for it, right? Like, cause I've seen people just mindlessly on their phone. Like if I'm in the waiting room or something or, all, you know, commuting, like when does someone, what is something that may trigger inside them to know, Hmm, I'm, I need to put the phone down or, Hmm, this isn't, this isn't serving me any purpose.
1: I think that like what you said, like you might feel it inside and yeah. it's, that's, it's also like, you know, and you're aware And it's also taking action to not just listen to it, but to take action to get off of it. Right. And then I feel like there are some other people who they're just on the journey to mindlessly scroll and that's where they are. And, and that's okay too. It's all okay. It depends on like what you want to choose for yourself.
0: So true. Um, how are you like, what's your day to day like? Because we all like, transform over time but like in terms of when you try to live a completely holistic healthy lifestyle what does that look like for you if someone is looking to clean up their own um, patterns or habits?
1: Sure well it's not perfect all the time and that's okay (laughs) and also it takes a while to get here Um, so just taking one habit and you know step by step. And I started with just basic self care. So, you know, I was a person that was always on the go, running around all of the time. Um, And that resulted in a major burnout. Um, And I also had chronic pain at the time because I had an injury in my lower back. Mm -hmm. Um, So that really forced me to slow down and to be with myself. Um, And then I came back to basic self care. So sleep rest, um, learning what like energy management was, boundaries with people in relationships and work in my life. Um, waking up and having a daily gratitude list next to my bed so that as soon as I would wake up, I was like right into the mindset of, you know, lifting my vibration um, right. And grounding myself. Um, what else? I really I kind of... I love that. Yeah. So
0: like, <clears throat> sorry to interject. because I know Yeah, that's forget, okay. But um, when you... The first thing when you wake up, a lot of people go for their phone, right? Yes. What, what is the first thing that you do? So like, can you go over that a little bit more? Because I'm selfishly asking this question as well.
1: <laughs> sure. Yeah. I still... Honestly, I, I fight with the phone in the morning, um, because I, because of the pandemic, I've been, you know, checking it a little bit more because clients need more help. But usually I take a second for myself in the morning. I try to keep myself out of fight or flight. Mm -hmm. I hydrate first thing and, um, I've recently gotten back in the last week in the routine of not really touching my phone first because you want to be mindful of what you're feeding yourself first thing in the morning. So I, I work on, I try, I go to, I set my space up and now that I'm in Connecticut for the pandemic, I have, I set up my little meditation space. I have a little altar that I set up. I have a new journal. um, And it's pretty simple. I just sit out here. I listen to the birds. I see the sun. And I do my meditation. And get into my gratitude versing in the morning. um, To raise my energy and my my vibration. So that I can stabilize and help others throughout the day. That's
0: beautiful. And do you find that the days that let's say you don't get to do that, that the that day is drastically different from the days where you regularly do it.
1: I feel a drastic difference when I don't do my morning routine first. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't mean that your routine has to be like hours long. It could just be 20 minutes of meditation, gratitude, affirmation, whatever's going to work for you and fill your cup first before you get out into the day.
0: I, I'm I'm loving your quotes right now. <laughs> Fill your cup first.
1: I'm yes. Down. Um, so, and what brought me to this industry is very like you wake up, you go to clients, mm-hmm. you're just running around all the time. And so like I was having four hours of sleep, mm-hmm. getting up crazy early, going to all these clients first thing. And I really was not taking care of myself. Yeah. And through my burnout, I learned that, like, I need to shift this routine, because if I want to continue on a path of wellness for myself and helping other people, mm-hmm. then I need to make sure that my energy and my health is good. And I'm filling myself first before yeah. I give out.
0: <laughs> That's yeah. So before all this happened, I had an early morning client. And, you know, it, I was torn because you're right, like I was, training her at like 5am, came back, getting my son to school, then taught my first two classes. And then before you know it, it's noon. And then I have to go back and pick up my son, right? And so I was never allowing myself to do all the things that I wanted to do. I wanted to do my tapping and, and meditation in the morning and have a moment for myself. And then I started to get not angry, but it wasn't if I wasn't enjoying it, I felt like, well, something needs to, something needs to shift here because this is not why I'm doing this, you know? So yeah. I love that you said that. And I feel like a lot of instructors and personal trainers suffer from this, but the industry can be so competitive, um, that to give up a client, it's like, no, like, you know what I mean? So how would you, what would be your advice? Cause now I feel like, when one door closes, another one opens and you have to put yourself mm-hmm. first. But for other people that may be struggling with like, this is their only bread and butter. Like how, what's a piece of advice you would give for them if they, if they are feeling the burnout looming, but they they can't bring themselves to get rid of a client.
1: Sure. Um, I would say on the time where they already have like a break, mm-hmm. Maybe instead of doing like a hard workout, if they're feeling burnt out, then maybe they need to do something more restorative and really start to switch around their personal routine around the schedule that they already have. Then what you can do, and this this is what I did over time, and as I learned that clients have more availability than what we think, mm-hmm. um, is to be like, okay, this is my dream schedule and how am I changing myself and my mindset to align with clients that are going to fit into that bucket? So maybe it means like, you're not going to just start giving away clients right away. It's you keep it. And then you start to figure out like, okay, I want more lunchtime clients or I want to do a zoom class during lunch. And this is the time that works for me, uh, which is, very hard because we work around other people's schedules and yes there does need to be some flexibility and fluidity um but you really can build your schedule how you want so you just you start to build it out and then you start to cut off you know the times that don't work for you anymore that's great. And maybe that really early client could fit in at lunch or an early afternoon right. or weekend. Like you know, you don't really know unless you like have open communication and the conversation. I
0: love that the dream schedule. Um, yeah, and I feel like a lot. Yeah, especially when you're new too. Like you feel you have to just take what you can get, and yes, sometimes. And I think that's kind of like. I would like to think that everyone that's doing this is doing it with the purpose of helping others. And so if you are that type of person and you're just taking what you can get, it can kind of like make you bitter, right? Like if it's turning you into a zombie, like you're, you, so I feel that's important. And I feel like oftentimes when you're a service provider, um, you don't, you don't put yourself first and that's how you're going to be the best you can be for your clients.
1: Yes. Yeah. And also when you have that conversation with them of I'm, this is how I, what I'm doing to like fill up myself and then I can give you a high quality session and here's what else is included and what value you can bring to the table. Then they're going to understand and be like, okay, right. Either they're going to be in alignment with it or they're not.
0: And if they're not right, Rosalia, like that, maybe that's not the client for you. Like if you're, if you're on that wavelength, um, Cause I personally chose this career because I want to work with people I want to work with and not, not a corporate line because you know, you, you're forced to share a cubicle with someone you don't want to. I want to help people that I want, you know what I mean? So yes, cool. I love that. The dream schedule. Um, so before we head out, why don't you share a little bit more about what you're working on now and how people can find you and work with you. And if they are looking to add more holistic, um, flair, so to, for lack of a better word, to their fitness regime, um, how you would introduce them to that? Because I feel like some people don't know this even is an mm-hmm. offering. So I would love for you to share that.
1: Surely. Um, so I just kind of, my My practice naturally evolved from being like just physical, mm-hmm. um, because at the time, I was training like a lot of models and celebrities and stuff that were, you know very interested in like the outer um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. aesthetic. And I started to go more within with people. So like, how are you actually feeling? What's going on? Tuning into your body to figure out like what type of workout you need for that day. Um, And then just starting to like build your lifestyle from there. Adding in like gratitude, affirmations, like whatever whatever may resonate with that person. Right. Um, To build more like more a solid foundation and to just be more well-rounded in other parts of their life Right. that are going to bring like more strength, confidence, joy. Um, community is a big part of it as well. Um, and more of like inner transformation. Beautiful, And um, so I, I, Currently, since I'm in Connecticut right now, I do one-on-one personal training, channeling. I can do Reiki over the phone. Um, And I'm also helping clients with medium work. Um, I'm building a free self-care survival guide to help people get through this time right now. And then I'm also working on my next project as, like, video library, bringing more content online through my website. um, That's a lot. And programming, (laughs) yeah.
0: And I feel like a lot of us have been finding ways to do things that we never thought we could do or had time to do. And... um, So I feel like a lot of productivity is coming out of, for many of us, um, from the quarantine.
1: Yeah, it's interesting because I this was part of my goal for this year. Mm -hmm. So now being out of the city and I'm not running around, just being stable in one spot is allowing me to really sit down and focus and to um, build out in this way. Perfect.
0: Well, thank you so much. So where can people find you on Instagram and what is your website?
1: Sure. It's at Rosalia Chan, R-O-S-A-L-I-A-C-H-A-N-N. And my website is rosaliachan.com. Thank you so much. I wish you well. And I can't wait
0: to see your survival guide and all the other great things you're working on.
1: Thank you so much. So happy to be here. Thanks again. All right, bye-bye.